By the way, I record. I, I hit record just so we can get some cold open shit. So okay, we, we should be good. So with the someone has to be like. funny really quick. Well, I mean, we're on the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> 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 Welcome everyone to a very special episode of the On Writing and Fanfiction podcast. Today we're joined by Zoe's good friend Catherine. Hi, how are you? I'm muy excelente. Muy bueno. Hello Catherine. Muy bueno. Hi. Happy New Year everyone. <laughs> yeah. Happy New- That's right, we're, we're, out of, we're out of redacted and we're into 2021. Things are looking bright. Yeah, first podcast. Hoping for good things. Yeah, hoping for good things. Exactly. We are. Starting with this podcast episode. Remember also to follow us on Instagram at uh, at O-W-F-F underscore podcast. There we'll, you'll have uh, updates for when episodes are going live. We'll have some clip shows and stuff like that. And uh, lovely graphics that our wonderful creative director and friend Kira makes. Thanks again, Kira. You're doing all you do. Thank you, Kira. And remember to send all your fan mail slash hate mail slash you guys got this wrong mail to gonna... awffpod at gmail.com I like, I like that in the doc you have fan mail in quotes send your, <laughs> send well, your because... fan mail to awffpod at gmail.com we shouldn't assume because people listen to this podcast they are fans exactly maybe you're starting with episode 8 maybe you're just one of those psychos it's like watching a car crash like you just can't Listen, look away. Yeah. Or in this case, turn <laughs> Can't off stop listening to this terrible <laughs> podcast. Okay, so, uh, like we said. some more self confidence. Yeah, exactly. No, we have oodles of that. It's just. We have right. self confidence, but, like, absolutely nothing to back it up. It's completely unearned. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> I disagree. I think you're great. We vacillate wildly between oh, this podcast you, sucks and fuck you, we're always right. Yeah, we do. So, I think that's the. So it levels it. out. I- Life is about yeah. balance, yeah. you know? So as we said, today we're joined by right. Catherine, who's Zoe's college roommate, I'm to understand. Yeah, yes. so Catherine was my roommate in One college. We roomed together for two years, and we don't hate each other, so mm-hmm. that's, that's how you know it's a strong we friendship. We do not. You also know it's a strong <laughs> friendship because Catherine is the first person, IRL, that I talk to about fanfiction, and therefore we are capital B best friends. Sorry, Jake. That's, yes, that's a deeply spiritual thing. Like, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any friends like that, Jake, that you've told IRL about fanfiction? I have friends that I've told about this podcast, but, wow, God, yeah, I know I do. <laughs> Fuck, I just remembered. <laughs> I haven't told besides them what I... Besides your sister. Besides my sister, yeah. No, I have some friends, you know, appropriately enough, I have some friends from college that we were just, like, having a round table, and we were like, have you written fanfiction? And luckily, someone else at the table was like, I wrote Chris Angel fanfiction, so I'm like, okay, I wasn't the worst one. <laughs> Some weird fanfiction out there. I don't get it. There, there sure is. Yeah, Catherine and I have some stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we we went out and found some. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, isn't like the isn't the the number one rated fanfiction like on fanfiction.net like Hitler cross Jesus slash fic or something? <laughs> okay, well, okay. Yeah, I so think we might have read some. <laughs> so we did read some of that. I don't know. If that's the number one. Okay, listen. <laughs> So, Catherine, here's the story, Jake. You, I think I told you the story, and you're misremembering somewhat. Here's the story. So, Catherine and I, I was, I was visiting Catherine, and we were bored, like, really bored, I guess, mm-hmm. to have done this. Yeah. But we decided to go on fanfiction.net, and we asked ourselves, is there any, do people write fanfiction for the, the Bible? Absolutely. And, and we went on yeah. fanfiction.net, and turns out the answer is yes. 
And so we, we sorted the rating to include M. We sorted by most comments, I think, or most reviews. And yeah. uh, clicked on the one with the most reviews. And that turns out that it was a Hitler slash Jesus at rated M multi-chapter work. Many hundreds of thousands of words, I think. It's quite long. <laughs> there are it lots of impressive. comments. Many of, yeah. yeah, many comments. Many of which said, you know, you're, you're going to hell. Yeah, that's fine. And, Others um, were from like edgy atheists being like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life." Oh, well done. Yeah. yeah. So in all of fanfiction.net, I have no idea. I imagine that piece of fanfiction is probably it's probably not a Bible fanfiction. It's probably like, you know, anime or yeah, Twilight or I don't know. Oh, look what the most <laughs> what what the most popular one is. Yeah. 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 In all of fanfiction.net, I have no idea. I don't. I mean, know how you would search for that, but. I honestly it's gotta be it's, like supernatural, right? It's probably super. She's she's super right. It's probably supernatural. Anyway, <laughs> if anyone wants to look for that, if any listeners yeah. want to go look for that, please please tell us what it is. What's the like the most? What's got the most hits on fanfiction.net? We have no idea. I am not um, fucking reading it on the air. We will. We probably <laughs> won't read you it ask. on air. Yeah, I'll read it on my own time for sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll forward those emails to Catherine. Awesome. <laughs> so, do we want to get right into it? Well, I was yeah. just, I just had this opportunity for if you wanted to grill Catherine a little bit. Uh, what was Zoe like in college? Be under one. Uh, very much the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did I know you were gonna ask that, Jake? <laughs> I, I don't know, just because I wanted to fuck with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was always lovely, always a great friend, and we didn't, we didn't fight too much as roommates, which That's was good. amazing. Honestly, I can't imagine yeah. that. That makes yeah. sense. That sounds like that sounds like our Zoe. Yeah, well, Catherine is very easy She's to get along with. Good kid, so. for sure. I get that impression. I guess. I guess my other question is, how long have so Zoe's been Zoe's been on the fan fiction scene for three or four years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on the outside, on the outside, at on this outside. point, five or six, but I have been writing for three or four. Um, I'm I'm about the same. I've been sort of on and off. For a bit, but how long? How long have you been perusing the world of fan fiction, Catherine? Uh, so I, I think the first fan fiction I read was like a like mid high school somewhere. All I knew how to do was like uh, go to Google and, and type in uh, Doctor Who fan fiction and click on the first link that shows up, and it worked. Perfect. So <laughs> probably like I don't know since I was like that does work. That does 15 work. Fifteen or sixteen. Auspicious beginning. It, it did. So that would have been about start of a journey. Ago. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. That's weird. Go so ahead. yeah, I have I have an AO3 account, uh, which I like sometimes intend to use for like bookmarking purposes and then always forget I can do that. But I do have one. Is that the only place you have an account? Yeah. yeah I haven't used like fanfiction.net in, in years, so Yeah, it's the only one that you really need, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But Catherine, in all this time, have you ever written any fanfiction? So I tried once, uh, just enough to realize, oh, this like writing thing is hard, and I don't want to do it. So then I stopped. Uh, That's fair. That yeah. is fair. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, this is like a skill that like, oh god, no, <laughs> get in the way. Thus, we strike the trifecta of this this episode of the podcast, yeah. in which mm-hmm. Zoe is sort of like the fandom specialist. I can talk about writing sort of like behind the curtain, like from mm-hmm. a, like a professional publishing standpoint. And Catherine will be our our general reader. 
Yeah, so if you've seen the episode title, you'll notice we refer to Catherine as our capital G general reader. And Jake, maybe you can talk a little bit more about this, but that's kind of a term you hear in creative writing discussions, and it's not really real. Yeah, like we, we don't, we generally just think of, we just say the reader in terms of like, who your audience, it's, the reader is your audience, the reader is exactly that, the reader is just whoever reads your stuff. And, and that usually just crops up in, in discussions of like, you know, while you're editing and, you know, you might say something about like, okay, well, you know, you, you might want to um, forego writing about this topic or writing about this topic in this way because, you know, you don't want to alienate your reader or something like that. So whenever that comes up in those discussions, you're basically just thinking of like, it's your ideal reader. Your ideal reader is is one person and everyone all at once, sort of. They're just sort of like a weird quantum entity that exists in your brain. Yeah, yeah. So the emphasis being on exists in your brain, right? Because yeah. like all generalizations, they, it's a little bit false because every reader is different, essentially. Right. Like you can't summarize your readers in, you know, kind of any sort of unifying terms. Mm -hmm. However, we thought it would be fun to have someone who could maybe kind of represent a general reader... In, in the form of Catherine, who has no experience or very little experience writing fan fiction to offer kind of a unique perspective podcast-wise, since Jake and I are both obviously readers and writers. Right on. So I guess, the, I guess the first place to start doing that is sort of like, what's a turn on and a turn off? Like, what's something that, that keeps you writing? Or keep, not keeps you writing. Keeps you, what's something that keeps you reading or makes you immediately click off when you're reading? Uh, um... A, fan fiction or or just like a, a, an, an actual real book yeah well real real books are like very different for me than fan fiction right like fan fiction's like purely like fun and like reading books is serious business yeah, just serious. Totally. Okay, we'll not have the name besmirched <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> yeah like i think the standards are different so oh man i guess like the first thing is like i will almost never read like a fan fiction written in first person like i don't know what it is but it's super weird to me yeah that's true i don't see those a lot actually that's super yeah. uncommon i see those i see I just, those th more often than i would like to yeah it's super it, cringy it, i don't really get like it. i've i've read one where it worked but only because it was like part like journal entry with like it captured the character voice perfectly and then mm -hmm. the rest was third person but like any other thing I've written in per or I've read in first person, like just it's never good. It's yeah. really weird. I, I that's really interesting. Yeah, because I guess they're sort of like because that that doesn't even really exist in like outside of fan fiction. Right? Yeah, like you're, yeah. you're sort, there's sort of like a presupposition in fan fiction where it's like you, you, you see someone writing in the first person and it's just like a lot of the time you'll find like the, the their their capturing of the voice don't really doesn't really like suit sort of the image mm -hmm. in your head yeah but it's with, also weird sorry it's also weird as a writer because like as a writer i write in original works i'll write in first person like around 40 mm -hmm. to 50 percent of the time but i would never ever consider doing that writing fan fiction it was always yeah third yeah. person 100 percent of the time it just mm -hmm. feels way more natural and i have no idea 
like it's really hard to pinpoint like what about yeah like, the first right fan fiction first person i think it's because it's someone else's characters right like with original mm-hmm. work first person narration like really helps you get inside a character that you the head of a character that you don't know and you weren't familiar with mm-hmm. um so it acquaints you with them in a very intimate way very immediately whereas writing fan fiction in the first person is like it's just kind of weird because it's like not a character that you made so it's like it, it, because like we talked about it i think we talked about it like episode six or seven where it's like you know you you no matter what you there is no perfect characterization so yeah yeah, so you're never going to be able to capture like a universal enough voice for for a character that like you know ostensibly like thousands of people adore yeah like i feel like too like it's partly like you know it's like most fan fiction i've read is for like tvs and movies and stuff and they're like already kind of like exists that barrier between you and the character where you can kind of like fill your own ideas with like you know you can think of like what they're thinking in your own head and suddenly to like have that barrier just erased and like have someone's own interpretation i don't know like it's weird it feels bad it does feel weird it feels it feels like when you're writing fan fiction especially for a visual medium like and i think i've only written fan fiction for visual for visual mediums you you need to have that distance between yourself and the character by writing in the third person Actually, I just remembered, I have written fanfiction in the first person. Wait. Was yes. that the one that, was that like the first fanfiction you the showed The first fanfiction I ever wrote, yes. Yes. It was in the first person, but my excuse yeah. was, it was all from the perspective of an original character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that did work. Well, Jake, yes. you'll have to tell so- me if it works. <laughs> oh, did you send it to me? Oh, okay, yeah, there it is. That's so that's one of the things that like, you know, you open like a new fic and like that's like one of the first things you see. Mhm. You know, the other ones are like formatting, you know, like if you if you click on a fic and you just see this huge block of text that's not like broken up or anything. Yeah. Just immediately no. Cuz I'm lazy and I like having breaks when I read. It's just not visually. It's not yeah, I just open it. I'm just like, mm. I feel you. Then it's then it's like the spelling and the grammar and like I used to like I feel like I used to be less judgy when like I first opened a fig. I'm like, oh, like if they get some grammar wrong, like it's not that big a deal. But like generally, the more like someone doesn't get that right, the more like the rest of it's not gonna be very good either. You know? Yeah. Well, if it's short. I feel like yeah. you can maybe push through it, but if you yeah. know you have multiple chapters and each chapter just the grammar doesn't improve, yeah, it can start to become tiresome. I think this yeah. also depends a little bit on fandom. Bigger fandoms, your standards can be higher. That's because... true, but I feel like it's it's more of a tell. Like if they're not that great on grammar, that's something you can tell really quickly. And then mm-hmm. generally, like when you go through like a thick with bad grammar. It just tends to never be that great with the rest yeah. of the stuff, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I get you. What about what keeps you reading? What draws you in when you're reading a fic? Um, characterization is, like, the big one, we which were, I know you don't. guys, like, did a whole thing on. When you can read something and you feel like it, like, got the characters, that's, like, the number one thing. Yeah, I'd say I'm the same. What about you, Zoe? Yeah, what what, what draws you in and kicks you out? So a lot of the same things that Catherine said, formatting and third person are huge ones. I think characterization 
is also a big one. And by characterization, I think of... I make a lot of exceptions for characterization because everyone characterizes... Everyone has different ideas of what these characters should be like. Mm -hmm. But I think my standard is, like, if I can, without too much trouble, literally picture the characters saying and doing these things, Mm -hmm. then it's probably going to work for me. Yeah, Um, like, being able to, like, read the dialogue, like, in the character's voice, I feel like it's really important. Yeah, that's a really good tell. Yeah. And these are all things that you can kind of make snap judgments on, you know, in the first chapter, if it's Mm -hmm. multi-chapter, or in the first couple hundred words. So, you know, and if someone can keep you in, keep or keep me in for that long, they can be pretty certain I'll I'll stick through it to the end. But there are some things that'll, that'll make me stop reading, like, like multiple chapters into a work do you have any of those yeah like mostly just like lack of conflict usually like if i Mm. feel like nothing's really going on like it's just sort of well written but not really going anywhere then i might get bored and kind of stop sure conflict is really important you need tension i'm i'm kind of i'm generally the same i'm pretty picky with fanfic i guess because Generally, the kind of fanfiction that I want to read is the stuff that I write. So, like, I I don't peruse a lot. So it's not even all that often that I that I get that far into it into a fanfic that I just up and stop because I I rarely even, I <laughs> I seldom even start on new fanfics. I'll read every I'll read what my friends write, but I don't I don't generally browse a whole lot. But it would be it would it would have to be something like. Like, yeah, where, like, the conflict just isn't really going anywhere, or it's just sort of, like, it's sort of filler chapter after filler chapter or something like that. And if something just goes on for too long, like, there's, like, 400,000 word fanfictions out there. I think the the longest fanfiction in history is, like, a Super Smash Brothers fanfiction that's, like, yeah. <laughs> millions of words long. That's so like, long. The longest it, work of like fiction, just generally. I uh, yeah, like, yeah. That's fuck longer that. than most novels. <laughs> it sure <laughs> it's is. Longer than any novel. It would have to be like the the characterization like takes a weird nose dive or the pacing mm-hmm. kills over or something like that. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm generally kind of I I don't know. Maybe this makes me a dickhead, but like I'm kind of picky when it comes to fan fiction. <laughs> just because I'm like, nah, I wouldn't write it that way, nah, and I click off. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, that is fair, yeah. I've also clicked off when I've read, I've gotten, like, through fix and there's, like, you know, major character death that wasn't tagged, or, you know, something that I just wasn't expecting or looking for, and then I question the point of the, like, why am I reading this right. story at all? <laughs> I get you. Well, that all, that all sounds well and good. So, last episode, you'll, you'll, you may recall... Uh, we talked a lot about commenting and constructive criticism in fandom. So, what what's your perspective on that, Catherine? How sort of like yeah, well, uh, as someone I def- who doesn't really write but like just just generally reads. Yeah, well, I definitely agree with like the whole don't actually offer like constructive right. criticism in the comments. Like that just seems mean to me. Sometimes I'm almost tempted to to correct people's grammar but that also feels like such like a dick thing to it's do kind of, it feels like such an imposition yeah i know yeah. i've been tempted to do that too i've also been tempted to go in the comments and correct people's formatting or like tell people you need to format yeah. this correctly because some things would just be so good <laughs> if only they were formatted correctly i know yeah no there's just like certain little things that i feel like everyone has that really like great on yeah when people's know, dialogue yeah, is but... all in one paragraph 
I'm always so tempted yeah. to go into comments. For me, and, it's and uh, it's mixing up lead versus lead. That like happens so frequently in otherwise really well written stuff, and it drives me crazy. I think I've done that. That's before. really specific. But, and I've definitely done that before <laughs> too. Well, because Absolutely. it changes the tense. It changes the tense. Yeah. You're like you're reading something in the past tense, and they use lead when they should have used lead, mm. and it's like suddenly it just like throws you exactly all off. Same. Yeah. No, like I get why it's a common mistake, but like, it always like, gets me like so annoyed. No, so like comments to me are like you should only leave them if you if you really enjoyed a thing and want to like just be like oh my god you're amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Like I try to be more specific, but a lot of times like a lot of the favorites that I've read are like also ones that just like have a lot of attention anyway. So you don't really want to like repeat something that's been said a million times outside of just like. Oh my gosh. I'll argue Super that good. I'll argue that yes, you do want to repeat something that's said a million times. <laughs> okay. Any that's new true. comment, regardless of content, you should just yeah. make even well, if like, someone it's has like, already made that comment. Well like if you see like a million comments being like, Oh my god, like I really like this one specific thing you did with this character and like I don't know. Like I kinda wanna just be more like, Oh my god, you're amazing, keep it up, you know. I'll take but, anything yeah. in terms of comments. <laughs> okay. Please, please, we're desperate, okay, so we'll take anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter if I someone's know, I... already said that specific thing yeah. or if someone's like, <laughs> just say it again. Just say it again. Because yeah, it's, it's I know. I know I should serotonin. comment like more than, <laughs> I know I should comment more than I do. I feel really awkward like leaving comments on like older fix. So I'm like, oh, like this person's probably so over this, <laughs> moved on and doesn't want to hear this. But like, I, I know do. that's not the case, it. but it's. I do want to yeah. hear it. It's always. <laughs> It's always like crazy, and by crazy I mean good when I get comments on like three-year-old, four-year-old fix. Yeah, yeah. Because I have. I mean, I have moved on, but I right. still. It's still good to know people still find it and still read it because because yeah. things are organized on fanfiction websites by posting date. Like you start to feel mm -hmm. irrelevant, even though realistically yeah. people are still going through and 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 filtering and finding your stuff, but you don't know because okay. they don't comment. So, like, if I find a, a fic, and I do have one in mind, that's from, like, 2006 on fanfiction.net, you would say, comment on that, or? Oh, yeah. If you really like it, if you genuinely like it, I'd say still, still comment on it. And I mean, maybe, I mean, 2006, like, I don't know what the odds of, like, the author actually still yeah. checking that it's account It's unfinished, are. too. It drives me, like, so crazy oh, sometimes. This is one of the best that's things I've ever news. read. I know. But that's oh, so. Man. The funny thing about that is, like, the older it gets, like, the the more of a kick the author's gonna get out of it because it's like, <laughs> if on true. the chance that they yeah. see that comment, they're like, "What the fuck? I wrote that in two thousand and six. I wrote that in the yeah. Bush administration." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Wait. it's true. Yeah. The thing is, I guess it can't hurt. You know, if you're saying a nice thing, <laughs> that's in your true. Comment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I mean, great. The greatest possibility is that it will do nothing. But <laughs> that's true. It can't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like best case scenario. Just gotta get over my like general shyness and uh Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the same thing that precludes me from, from commenting a lot too. It's like Yeah. It's fucking weird because I'm like socially <laughs> awkward sometimes and it's like I have mm -hmm. no reason to be because I'm looking at a computer. Right. I'm not yeah. even talking to a stranger with a fake name. Like Without, it, not even mm -hmm. vocally, like I'm just texting something to them. Yeah. I don't know, it just feels... Yeah, you're like, oh, am I making it weird? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I get... I, I know what you mean. 
I will say, I guess, whenever I'm feeling that way, I just imagine, so this is what motivates me to comment, and I'd say I'm a, I'm a pretty good commenter. It usually takes me a while. I don't usually comment immediately after I read something, especially if I want to read, if I want to write a very long comment, but mm-hmm. I'll go through and I'll, like, go, like, make long, elaborate comments, especially on my friend's stories. And, that just uh, makes you the nicest. That's the best. Thing. Well, I, I, what I'm imagining, what motivates me is I'm imagining how I would feel to get that kind of comment. And so, like, mm-hmm. that usually, like, pushes me to make long comments. I recently left a long comment. After we recorded the last episode, I went and commented mm-hmm. on Jake's latest chapter. Aww, finally. That's it was, sweet. It was very nice. Mostly it. congratulating myself because I was the It sister. was very self-congratulatory. But you know what? <laughs> she was a great beta reader, so... But also, as we talked about on episode seven, it's like different sites have different like commenting cultures almost. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's your experience with that? Like reading on fan fiction versus AO3 versus like, God forbid, Wattpad or something. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, like, I've never even like seen said, Wattpad. I don't even know what it no, looks like. Yeah. I don't, I have an account on Wattpad and I don't I think, really understand Wattpad's commenting system. No, I think the only way I've like ever engaged with it is like seeing like a like a list of like fic recs somewhere and like one of the links is to a Wattpad thing. Yeah. It really yeah, I don't know how it works. Fan fiction like I haven't used in a while. I feel like uh, those comments tend to be a lot shorter though. Like AO3 they don't they don't have to be long. Like a lot of them are short, but then you also get like really like long paragraphs worth of like comments sometimes yeah which i I've think got it's essays. cool yeah that's yeah it's awesome it's funny you point that out because yeah i'm just realizing that now it's like i always get longer comments in ao3 than i do on, on fan fiction and i yeah. wonder if that has to do with like again how comments are are phrased because mm-hmm. on fan fiction they're called reviews whereas on ao3 they're called comments so it's like yeah. i wonder if that has to do with like sort of there's sort of like the presupposition that it has to be sort of like more I don't know, insightful or something. Like, it has to be a review instead of just a comment. Well, so Um, here's the other thing, is on fanfiction.net, that physical box is much smaller. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that influences the average length of comments, because when you're typing, like, the AO3 comment box basically takes up the entire length of the browser, especially in, which is pretty significant if you're, especially if you're commenting on a computer rather than on mobile. Oh my god, I opened fanfiction on mobile, like, a night ago, just because I was looking at, like, something on my account. That, it's, how the fuck do people navigate that? Fanfiction.net on mobile is, is quite bad. It's like, <laughs> it's a train wreck. I don't think this it's just that it's been updated since 2004. <laughs> it's not very user-friendly It looks like a mobile. fucking autopsy, it's horrible. Yeah. It's not very user-friendly on, on computer, and it's even less so on yeah. mobile. No, it's not. And once this I figured out AO3, how, like... AO3 works yeah. really well on mobile, and this is one of the reasons it's very good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know many people who exclusively read fanfiction on their phones, um, <laughs> which is yeah. interesting to me, because I exclusively read fanfiction on my laptop. I don't know what you guys do. I am exclusively on the phone when I do yeah. read. <laughs> am I just the? Am I just weird then? No, I'm. I'm mostly laptop. I'll. I'll use my phone like if I'm like out somewhere and really bored waiting for something. But yeah, like I just like having like a window with like eighty open tabs. At yeah, home. yeah. See, like eighty tabs are much harder to manage on my phone. Oh yeah. Why do you, why do you have eighty tabs open? <laughs> like because... sometimes. Sometimes it's necessary, you know? It is sometimes necessary, Jake. You wouldn't I know, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know Being that so picky. Necessary. 
Because you have, like, a few of, like, the open, like, really long ones that you're reading through, but Mm -hmm. then you sometimes just want to read a short one, and then there's Mm -hmm. ones you're waiting to update that I just Mm -hmm. never close, Mm -hmm. and I just, like, reload every few days. Yeah. Yeah, They they add up after a while. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes, and then so what I do sometimes is I'll, like, go through, like, a whole page on A3 and, like, you know, click, right-click, open, and new tab for every single one, and then go through them slowly. Yeah, like, especially when you're, like, exploring, like, a new fandom, where mm-hmm. you're just sort of, like, I don't know if I'd like that, but I'm gonna, like, open, like, all these possible things that I might right. want to read. Well, mm-hmm. sure, that, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, That's and fair. so there you have 80 tabs. Um, <laughs> I, I used to do, I used to keep tabs open for works in progress as waiting to update, but then I started using the subscribe feature on AO3. Yeah. I, like, I made an account, and I was like, oh, like, there's all these cool features that I'll definitely use, and then have not <laughs> I highly out. recommend the subscribe feature. Yeah. Just because, like, then you don't have to, then you don't have to be killing yourself, like, reloading something, and then, like, you know, afraid, you know, afraid you're gonna lose it, so. Yeah, because then you get email notification when the other updates. You're like, yes. It's true. <laughs> Fuck, we kind of flew through that really fast. That was, like, the last question on the notes. Oh, no. Quick, um, say something inflammatory that we can disagree with. Um, oh God, nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> well, okay. Well, ha- Jake, how do you, how do you, man- I guess you never have 80 tabs open, so this is how you can read fanfiction. <laughs> no, because I'm not a fucking phone. psychopath. Psychopath. Like. <laughs> Attacked. Don't you, like, form an emotional, like, attachment to your, like, various open fanfiction tabs? That Absolutely you not. Click the X and get no, rid it's, of? So, I, I actually, like, I am not at all qualified to talk about fanfiction, like, at least not nearly as much as Zoe is, because, like, I, I honestly don't even really read all that much. I write occasionally, but I, but I haven't really... She's much she's much more versed in the world of fandom than I am. I've spent too long here. There's <laughs> no years. escape. You, you can't leave. You're fucking stuck here forever. Well, I think that's what I said in my comment on Jake's latest fic, is that you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave you could ch- yeah exactly it's uh, like the hell's angels like if you try to the only way you leave fan fiction is on a slab especially just, in the big name fandoms yeah well so yeah. when there's a lot of content it's just like you could never possibly go through it all it's infinite yeah it's true it's exciting and terrifying in equal measure yeah okay well jake i guess i wanted to ask you earlier how long did it take you to go from reading fan fiction to writing it because it took me like two years Oh, okay, no, it took me less than a year, but it took me two years to really start writing it at a high rate. That's, that's interesting. I haven't actually, I don't even remember what the fucking first thing I read was. I didn't really read that much before I started writing. I think, like, writing was pretty much, like, my first proper entry to sort of, like, the fandom world. Because, like, I don't even know what the first thing I ever read was. I mean, I was, like, what the fuck was the first thing I wrote, even? God, it was so long ago. It was another lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I had worse You're taste a different in media. Person. I really was. I was a different person like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it, it, it didn't take a long time. I, I read maybe a couple things here and there, but like my first, my first like earnest foray into fandom was, was writing itself for sure. Because like mm-hmm. that was sort of, it went hand in hand with sort of like a point in my life where I like sort of I figured out that writing was like what I wanted to do. And the way that I came to that conclusion was that I started writing fan fiction and putting stuff up online and, mm. and people liked it. So I'm like, I had fun doing this and people seem to like it enough. I should pursue this as a career or something. So 
I, I guess I, I guess my my like entry onto the scene, if you want to call it that, was like my sensibilities haven't really changed that much. Like I still I still sort of like write the kind of things that I want to read because I don't browse all that much. Well, um, I also well I browse a lot, but I also only write what I I, sure. I write what I would ideally read. When I found fandoms that I really really liked, it didn't take me very long to start writing. I wanted to, so I found there was some stuff that I liked, but I. I knew I knew what I would want to be reading ideally. I wanted to fill the void in the fandom that I felt there was in terms of my right. specific right. tastes and the way I would write the characters. And because I, by the time I had found fandom, I was already minoring in creative writing in college, so I felt like I was, like I had the ability yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I could do that, but I like can't write well, so. <laughs> You can write well, Catherine. Maybe not fiction, well, but no, no, not fiction. <laughs> I can write a, I can write a killer essay though. She can. That's a much better fucking talent than being able to write fiction. <laughs> it is. is it it the... is much more marketable. <laughs> it wow. sure is. Just you just got to know your grammar rules, and then every professor ever will be like, "Wow, you're an amazing writer." Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. You used whom correctly in a sentence. <laughs> whom like, terrifies the shit out of me to this day. It I'm you, real it's really too. not hard. I still, I still don't use. Well, okay, I have used whom, but I barely use it because I'm just so afraid of it. You know what it's else? It's just, it's just the object. If it's I know, to... I know, but then I have to identify the object of a sentence, and that gives me like, anxiety. <laughs> you just, you just know the object. You just feel it out. Do I you know? Do I though? I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, you just pick up it, the object's vibes, and then you know what the object is. Oh my God. Grammar is you mainly grammar, vibes Catherine. based. You should teach grammar. Yes. Well, I always hated learning grammar in school. I think like, I just learned it from. Sucks. Yeah, I just learned it from reading. Like I just like knew it. Yeah. yeah. So I was I always also, really annoyed in English class. I mostly yeah. picked it up from reading and writing. Yeah. But and this is the importance of reading, people, because Seriously. you pick this yeah. stuff up intuitively. Yeah. Like the, I've I've used whom before, and I'm pretty sure I've used it correctly. But like, fuck if I could tell you like why yeah. mechanically speaking, it's just like, oh, this sounded right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what else gets me? What's Lay, that? laid, and lane and lie. Oh. No one uses those correctly. <laughs> nope. I hate I hate it when I'm reading and people use people use lied instead of laid like ninety percent of the time and it yeah. drives me up a wall. And I do Drunk. it right, I think, but I do it only intuitively. I still don't know yeah. like the, the minutiae of like why yeah, this is different. This is also a confusing one. You know what's not like, confusing? You know what's very bl- like black and white? The word utilize. The word utilize is the most useless fucking word in the English language. It's completely yeah. pointless. Yeah. It means literally the exact same thing as use. And the only right. people, the only time people ever utilize the word utilize is to like hit a syllable count or to sound more proper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's don't use the word. It doesn't even need to be. <laughs> In the fucking well, lexicon. Well, well, okay, so it can... For certain characters. Terms, yeah, it's useful in terms of tonal changes. Yeah, and um, so you can use the word utilize if you're sort of writing a character that's an asshole. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, does it ever drive you crazy when someone's writing, like, an asshole character who's, like, smart and uses good grammar, but, like, they don't get the grammar right? 
Yes. That's such a specific situation. <laughs> I believe that that would be infuriating because it's a mischaracterization. Yes. I guess. You oh my god. It. <laughs> you know what I've encountered more often than that, actually, is what? people write, like, the asshole smart guy, but, mm-hmm. like, there is actually no personality to the character beyond, yeah. like, they use big words, and they don't even <laughs> use them in, like, an effective way. It's clearly a person that just picked up a thesaurus <laughs> yes. and wrote the, yeah. while they were running the character instead of like it, it doesn't sound like a person with an actual good nah. vocabulary it just sounds like a person it just it sounds, sounds like, like an asshole talking. yes yeah. exactly and like maybe that's the point but it's like i feel like i dislike that character for the wrong reasons then because i <laughs> yeah. like the, i dislike them for character for reasons that exist outside of the actual text because they're mm-hmm. written fucking they're written annoyingly yeah well nothing's worse than someone who like is acting like really pedantic but yeah. like is also not getting the rules right yeah exactly yeah yeah that the worst kind of pedant yeah <laughs> sticking to rules that don't exist <laughs> or that are incorrect no okay so what do you guys think is like what do you think is worse in terms of characterization is it writing a dumb character too smart or writing a smart character too dumb from like for me, it's usually the second one. I kind of like when someone takes a character who, like, is considered dumb, usually by, like, the fandom or the source material, and is like, like, actually, you know, they have their own intelligence, and you just don't normally see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. almost find that to be, like, a fun, like, alternate, like, interpretation of the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the opposite, just because it's normally accidental when they mm-hmm. do it, like, yeah. it's not as good. Like, yeah. if it's on purpose, it's hilarious, and I'm all for it, but, like... That's an interesting question, because I wonder if... I, I wonder if the first one is actually more common than the second. Like, I wonder if it's actually more common that, that people write dumb characters, like, like with, with like, very flowery vocabularies, because they're well, sort not of... The, no, well, not even vocabulary-wise, and just, like, on that level of writing, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, characterization-wise, because this is some... Because, like... Sometimes I can tell, like, a writer is, like, much more maybe well-read and intellectual than the characters. Right. Because, like, just the way the characters are written and the decisions they're making, the things they take into account mm-hmm. are just way more than I would imagine that character right. would. Like, I, I generally write characters as not as neurotic as myself. <laughs> because, and, and so in my mind dumber than myself but like (laughs) such like a perfect zoe comment (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like it's more realistic for people because in my mind because i'm the writer and i'm controlling everything like i know everything that i would consider in that situation because i know way more than the characters being the author Mm -hmm. of the story but really the characters have much less information than me yeah so for me i'm always trying to write the characters as as like not as smart well it's not it's not even necessarily not as smart but it's like it's less less as aware in that particular situation yeah because i because i actually struggle with that too like when i'm working on like original fiction like i have the main character who's like you know he's coming up with a plan as to how they're gonna like infiltrate some like shipyard or whatever they're whatever and he's like okay we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this and then this is why and then here it's there's the next thing here's the next step Right. So it's like there's sort of like this this like too logical or almost like checklisty conclusion mm-hmm. to like every situation. And that's because I know what I want the situation to be. Mm-hmm. But it, it, that might actually not 
like play that well for well you for, have to like, well you have to be aware that like your characters all know less than you do because they yeah. have limited perspective exactly so so maybe more recently i've been i've been frustrated with characters seeming to know too much or be a little too wise yeah but i feel um, like that's in, a different thing from writing them smart that's more like plot armor to me you know like, when a character just sort of knows something they shouldn't, you know, like, that's different from just being smart, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if they just sort of know something and I'm, like, sitting there, like, well, how would they, like, figure that, you know? And that's not necessarily to do with intelligence. It's just more like, well, how would a person in this scenario, like, yeah. come to that conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's really difficult to do. I haven't seen the show, but I've I've heard that like attack on titan does that actually really well in which you mm. there's like a ton of foreshadowing in that show and you have characters that are like way smarter than the viewer like at any point where it's like you have a you have there's like a ton of foreshadowing and there's specific characters like only one like one or two that can see it coming and it's like it's actually compelling and works well mm. the, like I said, though, I haven't seen it, so, like, I can't personally comment yeah. on it, but it's, like, that—that that is difficult to do. To that is of... difficult to do because the problem with your characters knowing more than the reader is that they can, like, pull stuff out of what seems to the reader, like, thin air. Yeah, so you have to... And then it can feel dissatisfying. Yeah, yeah, so you have to sort of, like, weave all the hints in there without revealing anything too early. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just what good foreshadowing is. Yeah. Sounds hard. That's why I don't try to do that. <laughs> Good luck, you guys. I mean, I don't really either. I don't write a lot of suspense, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, foreshadowing takes it takes different forms, right? It's like you can... Like, what's the common one that people always, like, rail, rail against? It's like there's the lion turtle at the end of Avatar, right? Where it's like, seemingly, that's sort of like a deus ex machina. It comes, comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, you just fucking handed, the, handed Aang, the good guy, the the thing he needed to beat the bad guy but it's like no that like that thing is very thematically foreshadowed like heavily yeah. thematically foreshadowed um yeah yeah and so, the lion turtle itself is foreshadowed in the show yeah exactly so it, it, and so foreshadowing can be it's not always just for suspense it's it's thematic and it's like very subtle at times and mm-hmm. the best foreshadowing is is subtle it's the things that you don't you never see it on like a first watch and then you you know you go back and watch or you go back and read or go back and play again yeah. And you're like, oh, this makes sense. This is what this was hinting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is another topic we can discuss is rereading. Rereading fanfiction. How often do you oh my reread, gosh. Catherine? I do, sometimes. Very few, though. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's like that one fanfiction from 2006. Which, <laughs> like, I do go back can to. I, can I ask what it is? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, do you know Hellblazer at all? I do not. It's, I was okay. going to say maybe, but no, I don't. No, it's, it's this sort of uh, DC Vertigo comic from, like, it started in, like, the 80s, I think. It's about a, a, a magician wizard kind of guy who then, in the fan fiction, uh, goes and ends up in the world of Hogwarts and uh, hilarity ensues. Excellent. Because he's, uh, he's, <laughs> oh he's like, God. a sort of, you know, rough-around-the-edges, working-class kind of no-nonsense type guy suddenly in, like, this children's magical world. And that, that's pretty funny, actually. It's really it's really oh funny, God. and, like, nails the character voice and just is amazing and not finished, and probably never will be, and I'm not at all sad about it. It's fine. <laughs> that, that's a real bummer. 
Yeah. That's a, that sounds like a really interesting case because it's like I mean I'm personally biased because I don't fucking like Harry Potter, but like <laughs> that, sound, that that sounds like something that's like because you know like you know, it, Hogwarts AU that's like that's a done to death thing, right? Like, yeah, that's, I'm kind I, that's, of a sucker for it. No, 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 for sure. It's, I, I, just, <laughs> I know you're I a sucker mean, for it, Catherine. It's yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just mean it's like so ubiquitous, right? That yeah. it, it's sort of hard to like drop a character in that world and like have it sort of be faithful to like both of the things mm-hmm. is hellblazer sort of like the kind of thing where there's like world hopping where it's like that in universe well, it would actually yeah i mean it's it's sort of loosely connected well it is in the dc sort of comics universe sure it's kind of off doing its own thing but like because it's comicsy you know that sort of stuff can just happen right so it does it does work like <laughs> right on that's yeah. fun yeah. Well, sometimes, well, so here's the thing, in, like, small, I don't know how big or small this fandom is or how much fanfiction there is on it, but, like, in small fandoms, like, you have, like, you are forced to reread just because there's yeah. no other options, yeah. usually. Yeah. You just have to go back to your favorites. I mean, I have hundreds of bookmarks across a couple different fandoms on AO3, and it, it is, they are there for the purposes of rereading, because, because, mm-hmm. like, eventually you run out of content if you, like, go through an entire tag on AO3, which I have done. Yeah. Yeah. So. And like so, some fan fiction's just really good. Like, I know like, it's it just really sticks good, in man. your brain. You're I know. like, oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes you find that one, and it's like, wow, this is <laughs> like genuinely really compelling. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes, and then sometimes I am narcissist, and I go back and read my own old. Book. Oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if that's you're the writing problem. what you want to read, then exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Like that's yeah. the problem with like writing what you want to read because it's like okay. It's done. Fuck. Yeah. Guess I'll reread my own writing for the next week. I mean, literally. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be easier than writing, like, a whole new thing, right? It is easier than writing a whole new thing, and I, I will say I do often go back and reread my old stuff as a form of procrastination from writing. <laughs> right. A whole right new on. thing. Which... I don't know, there's always kind of a lull when I'm writing after I finish something. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna... And I open a new document, and, you know, I just finished a 17,000 word fic, and I posted it, and it's done. And then I go back to my old fix and it, I, have, I have, like, 1,000 words, and it's, like, a tenth done, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't start again from the beginning. Yeah. Original fiction can be a real blast, though. I do really like running that. You ever, like, uh, like get worried when you read an old fic, like, oh, like, I'm not gonna be able to make it as good as this, like, the next time? Or are you just that confident? I mean, what usually happens when I reread old stuff is I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have done this so much better if I'd written it now. <laughs> yep. Right. That's correct. But, so the opposite. But there, but there, well, so but there are there are a couple there are a couple of things that I I can reread or that I can imagine rereading and going like I'm never gonna be able to equal this. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what happens to me a lot actually is I will use I'll use like a, a certain like choreography in a fight scene or I'll use a certain metaphor or like turn of phrase mm. and I'm like fuck that's really good. I want to <laughs> yeah. use that in my original fiction and I'm like right. is that self plagiarism? <laughs> fuck. You gotta do, do I, it. You gotta do it. There's no if, way. If I use it in the original thing, do I have to delete the fucking story so that like I don't <laughs> I don't fucking blacklist myself? Here's what I've done is I've gone back I've I've gone back and like reread like, you know, turns of phrases and certain descriptions 
and I'll go fuck. I did that again in my most recent <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah. Well, did, most... you, did you see that like uh that clip that was like going around Twitter that was like just a compilation of Aaron Sorkin isms that was just repeated phrases he's used in like all these different shows. He's no, written. but you have to send that to me immediately. <laughs> if I can find it, I will. If it's just like a turn of phrase, like a metaphor or something, it's it's probably not that big a deal. Yeah. It, that's, that's pretty innocuous. That's like pretty harmless. But I mean, like, it, you know, if you're like lifting entire passages, then like, okay, maybe. I've maybe. come close to doing that uh, accidentally. <laughs> so I think I, I was in an awkward situation Scandalous. recently where I ended two fics, one right after the other, with like almost the same scene and almost the same conversation. And it right. was a real struggle to make them <laughs> different enough. Yeah. To, like, justify a whole different story. Mm-hmm. I mean, on one hand, like, you know, you'll read things on Tumblr, and it's like, readers always want more content, even if you think it's too similar to your, to your old content. Yeah. So, and the bar is so low in fanfiction, or it's, can be really yeah. low in fanfiction. It's just like, I might as well. <laughs> the bar is in hell. I, I, I might as well just write and post Yeah, no, I've, because... I've read fanfiction that makes me think I'm in hell, so you're not wrong. <laughs> haven't we all <laughs> yeah oh my gosh fan fiction where you're like i'm definitely in hell and then fan fiction where you're like i'm going to hell for you. <laughs> was, was, was the fan was that by chance the jesus hitler slash fiction that you read you, you definitely don't want to look up um political rpf oh. on ao3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That, that, you, hearing you say that was like getting kicked in the chest. Yeah, so bad. What the fuck? Oh my god, you don't even know. It's, it's like. disturbing. Yeah. Bro, I Some saw... of it, like a lot of it's ironic, but I think a good amount of it isn't, which is so much more frightening. I, I saw a fan fiction that was a, a shipping fic between personifications of the University of Toronto and the University yeah. of Waterloo. <laughs> I've heard and, of that. And I'm around. like, A, that's <laughs> fucking weird. B, the thing that stands out most to me is like the characterization of the University of Toronto <laughs> as the kind of person that would care about someone else's well-being. <laughs> Because that's not fucking U of T, let me tell you. That's that's no university. There's nowhere like that. Come on. There is absolutely true. not. But oh U of God, T wait. is like a special Yeah. I still remember, dude, when, when Hamilton first got big, I remember like not realizing that that was like a musical and just seeing like people like shipping founding fathers on Tumblr and being like, what <laughs> is going that's- on? That's hilarious. That's, That's hilarious. Well, A, that it took you that long to realize Hamilton was a thing. Yeah, and then, I was like, and, people just and, really like history, I guess. And B, I don't the know. idea of seeing that out of context. I mean, what's that fucking really thing that funny. went around on Twitter a while ago where it was like someone characterized Thomas Jefferson or fucking George Washington as being like a non-binary furry Oh, the or Miku binder Thomas oh, Jefferson, for fuck's yes. sake. Wait, <laughs> she just pulled that under? I have never heard of this. How? Hey, I have a question. It's like an in-joke with some people I'm friends with, but yes. Oh my, oh my god. Well, when people start making founding father OCs, you, it's like, <laughs> okay, oh my like, I I don't, okay, now let me preface this by saying I don't condone violence. Um, I do. Okay, <laughs> okay so we're, so we're, we're, we're one for three in this podcast on condoning violence. I, I don't condone violence. 
sometimes. But sometimes I do. Yeah. And and this is one of those times. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> well, well, your kink is not my kink, and that's okay. Well, yeah. I mean, mostly, I mean, mostly, I'm just baffled. But like, hey, do your own thing. No, I, yeah, I don't. I don't actually. But... I don't actually like preoccupy myself with it. No. But it's, it's just like I don't know. I think there's something to be said as like characterizing a person <laughs> that owns slaves as being this like weird umu fandom bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you have to you have to stop imagining them as historical figures and start mm-hmm. imagining them as characters, particularly if this is like specifically Hamilton fanfiction, because those are characters too. Can people not historical figures? Yeah. Okay. They're characters I... based on historical figures, but they are ultimately characters. So. Do people can people and can people <laughs> enter the public domain? Hold on. So what was the founding father? It was Miku Binder whom? Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Je- uh, okay, so can yeah, the, the estate of Thomas Jefferson, like, sue you for defamation or something? No, I no, mean, because, like, no. you can write fiction about historical figures. Like, I mean, I, I guess it, you can do it about people who are alive now. People yeah, are extremely horny clear, for Pedro Pascal. Clearly you are blissfully uh, unaware of, like, the breadth of real person fic. Yeah, this is why I don't read fan fiction. This is why I read books, you fucking heathens. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's... <laughs> There's more of that going on in real books, I feel like, to be fair. It's just not, like, weird yeah. oo stuff. No, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. And, like, I mean, like, and people do that now with, like, real actors, which is weird. Yeah, it's a strange world we Peculiar. live in. Peculiar. Yeah. Not for me. No. Let's, we'll put it that way. I'll say it's yes. not for me. There's yes. a lot, there's a lot of fan fiction that falls under that category, I think. <laughs> But you know what? There's something for everyone, and that's what's important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there is definitely something for everyone. It's like, there is someone out there who saw the Miku binder Thomas Jefferson (laughs) and is like, finally, my extremely specific (laughs) fetish is being catered to. And you know well, what? See, I'm happy is, for them. This is the yeah. magic. This is the magic of fandom, though, is because you can write something that specific. Someone who's <laughs> Someone looking read for it, it will find yeah. it, and Someone you will know will be that like... you are not alone. <laughs> and that's a beautiful. So, that's a beautiful thing. thing. It really is. Yeah, I wouldn't take that away from anyone. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> the ties that bind us are peculiar indeed. But they do bind us, and they we... do bind us, and it's. <laughs> And sometimes they're like gross, mossy, mooring rope, and sometimes they're mm-hmm. glittering silver threads. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful metaphor. It really <laughs> is. And what what better way to end this very special episode yes. of the Unwriting and Fanfiction podcast than with mad shit talk masked with beautiful <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, um, it's all about friendship. It That's really what is. fanfiction is. It's true. Connection. Oh my gosh, Kathy, that's such a Kathyism. <laughs> it's all about friendship. It's, it's, no, it's sweet, though, and it is right. She's right. Um, no, she is right. She's right. So, thank you so much, Kathy, for joining us. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Ever since I told Kathy I was making
I don't know what I would talk about, but thank you. I mean, we kind of we kind of just burned through like most of our material in like 20 minutes, and then just shot the shit for the next half hour. Yeah, so we can shoot the shit for another episode. I'm totally happy to do that again. This was fun. It was a good time. So thank you, Catherine, and thank you, Kira, for being our creative director. Love you. And managing our Gmail and Instagram accounts, which are owffpod at gmail.com and at OWFF underscore podcast. Um, so you can reach us um, at those two platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever... Whatever the function is on your chosen listening platform. Yeah, wherever, whatever you can do, wherever you listen. There's no please, unified please coded that. language for this kind of thing. There's sort of... not, there's not. Leave us a nice review on Yelp. Can podcasts have Yelp reviews? It can start. All right. Yep. Someone start a Yelp review for this podcast. I, I scour I scour Yelp threads very closely. So mm-hmm. if I see if I come upon it and it doesn't have five stars, I'm gonna be fucking upset. Yeah, yeah. Give well, us it's five a great stars place to learn about the human condition for it writing. Really I think mm. that makes sense to me. <laughs> Yelp, it, it is the it's the forum. It's like mm-hmm. the Greek forum. Like if yes. if Aristotle and Socrates, yeah, it's and where Plano we work out the great today. philosophical questions of our time. Yeah. No. I, you know what? No. You know what it is? It's Yahoo. That's Yahoo. Very true. It's Yahoo Very questions. True. Yeah. That's where the philosophers are. It's the academy. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs>